Hey there, my name is Cara McClintock and I am the host of the Building a Better Body podcast. I am a certified health coach, a podcaster and the platform for others to share their story. My aim is to get as many experts on the show as possible, be that experts in health, experts in fitness, experts in mind, body and soul, all the good things that make up that better body. I hope you enjoy the show. Season four is brought to you by the sponsor Hunter and Gather. These guys, you know I love them, but I am bringing you an even better offer this season with 20% discount code across all their product range. Personally, I'd like to recommend the MCT oil because it's a brand new product and very exciting. And you can use it to make some amazing bulletproof coffees in order to kickstart your day in fat burning mode. So if you want to take advantage of their amazing offer, use the discount code KAREN20OFF at checkout over on their site only this time, hunterandgatherfood.com. And if you look at my show notes, there'll be T's and C's for you there too. Hey everyone, and welcome to number 78 of the BBB podcast. I am so excited you are joining me today. I'm just going to launch straight in with the intro to my guest. And I am so happy to have Jeff Webster back on the show from Hunter and Gather. You know those guys, my favorite mayo providers. Um, Jeff is such an enthusiastic guy with great determination to not only better himself and, you know, push himself forward, but he, he's creating awareness around food, around movement, around really general well-being. So it was such a fun chat. We talked about all the good things he's doing for charity coming up. I'll not give away too much. Um, we talk about the Aura Ring, which I absolutely love. And we talk a little bit about GI map testing. So without further ado, let's launch in. And thanks again, Jeff. You were awesome. Today, I'm so happy to invite Jeff Webster on the show again, one of our show sponsors, especially because he has lots happening at the moment. Hey, Jeff, how are you today? I am absolutely great. How about yourself? <laughs> Fabulous. Feeling good. Feeling good. Nice early start. There's nothing better than starting your day with a podcast. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> it heightens the senses. It does, doesn't it? You know, your brain has to be on fire. Have you had your coffee? Because I have. I'm actually got it in hand at the moment, so I'm just I'm just oh, sipping right. away here on a yeah. on a nice Colombian V60. So. Oh, fancy! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so by the end of the show, you'll be on fire. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope so. Cool. Do you remember the last time you were on the show? Can you remember? Yeah, I do. Um, I was very nervous. Um, but it was I think back in May. Um, was when we did, I think we recorded it, but yeah, it, I, came, I, it came out on June the seventh. I've got it right. Yes. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> And it was episode 61, and we're now on 77. Wow. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago. This it summer, does. I'm not sure where it, where it's gone, but we've been so busy, so productive, moving forward, and you kind of look back and you're like, oh, wow, when, when was that? Yeah, exactly. So Hunter and Gather really do seem to be leaping forward and, and getting noticed more and more. Didn't you win some awards recently, the Nourish and Great Taste? Would that be right? Oh, yeah. It's been a bit of a whirlwind, actually. We, we secured... Um, a gold star each for our mayonnaise and the extra virgin avocado oil. Um, quite a prestigious award, actually, the great taste. Um, so we were like, really over the moon mm-hmm. um, because, you know, that was kind of a seal of approval that our products do actually taste good as well as, you know, they are good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people in our space absolutely love the products. and But, yeah, for it to be more mainstream recognized was fantastic. And then off the back of that, we, we secured um, – two nourish awards um for, for the ingredients for the extra virgin avocado oil and for the classic mayo again um a merit and a gold for those 
And then we was in this, we were shortlisted out of 400 new food brands mm-hmm. um, for this specialty new producer awards. Okay. And we're shortlisted down to eight finalists and, and secured our category of newcomer of the year. But it was a bit of a whirlwind two weeks. We kept picking up these awards and it became a little bit embarrassing in the end. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's nice to be recognised, you know, and it's nice to kind of put a... Um, a place marker down in in the time and to be able to look back and be like oh right do you remember that so yeah. it's, it's good part of the journey brilliant and definitely i'm definitely aware of the great taste i hadn't heard of nourish awards um but now i am <laughs> yeah nourish awards it was it was its first year actually um, oh, right. and it, it was a it was a great award ceremony actually very entertaining cool. um but yeah it was it was great yeah great do, for you, sure. do you get something for your mantelpiece <laughs> yeah for the yeah we, we actually we got some certificates the great taste to give out certificates um and for the speciality one we've got this really kind of cool glass made plaque that's sitting on the side which is um we're quite proud of that very cool awesome. Something well, congratulations so- <laughs> thank you uh so what what is there any more awards in the pipeline or will that do for one year <laughs> Um, we'll give some other people a chance for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your mantelpiece is getting full. <laughs> it is. It's too much to clean. Yeah. But no, but no. All jokes aside, we we really appreciate you, and it, yeah, you know, it helps. Sure. It helps for the cause. For yeah, sure. it's brilliant. Um, I think you guys are are doing it correctly. You know, by slowly but surely bringing out new products. You make you make everything just right before you know rushing in because it could be very easy to just oh let's do another one, another one, another one, and then you know the quality might suffer. But your 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 products are of the highest quality, as the awards say. So, um, you started with the mayo and the oil, and then more recently the MCT oil came out. And I know you've got some more products up your sleeve. Are we able to divulge some of those that are in the pipeline? I'm sure we can, mm-hmm. but no. Firstly, thanks for for recognising that. Um, mm-hmm. We do, we are here to provide superior choices, and we want to do things as best as we can. And sometimes we go down the rabbit hole of, you know, looking at new products. And we're like, right, okay, let's do this, and we discover things that we didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, MCT oil. <laughs> Some MCT oil on the market is actually they they use rapeseed within the process at the start wow. when they when they're fractionating it, and we come across this and was like really um so we you know it, that can put a delay on things and you want to do it as best as possible because if if we're if we're not happy to consume the products we're not happy to put it out there first and foremost we're our own our own customers yeah um but yeah being the experimenter boy i'm always looking to um looking to bring out new products develop new products spend time in the kitchen and kind of amy has to you know be at the back with the rain saying jeff just just rain it in a bit we need to uh make sure what we're doing <laughs> now is correct you know i'm a bit like a magpie in that sense you know yeah new new shiny things mm-hmm. but um no it's, it's great that people recognize that we, we're trying to do as best we can and and make sure the products we do have are to the highest possible standard um but yeah in terms of any new new products and hints you know we've got the egg free mayo coming out yes. which we've we've called mayo cardo um <laughs> We're, we're really excited about that um, and it's, it's quite a cool story. I think some of you guys may know that Amy, uh, my co-founder, she's actually got celiac and she has done since 18 months old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with celiac being an autoimmune condition, um, people tend to have other intolerances and allergies. And one that we've seen kind of come to come to the fore the last few years is um, eggs. Yeah. So it's kind of a she, she wrote a really cool blog. A blog article recently um <clears throat> describing how it's quite um quite a challenge you know being an, an egg mayonnaise brand and mm. not being able to consume a great deal of eggs but 
you know, looking into what we can do as an alternative, because there's so many people out there, such as those following AIP or or those that have, you know, quite severe egg allergies that cannot consume consume eggs, mm-hmm. but still want to consume a healthful mayonnaise that's made with avocado oil and it's got minimal ingredients, and yeah. that doesn't exist at the moment. Mm-hmm. So can Amy not have uh, the original um, mayonnaise at all? Yeah, she does. She does. Um, yeah. She she's pretty cool with with foods that have eggs as an ingredient. Yeah. But if you put three eggs on her plate, sure. um, it it doesn't end too well. Mm. And we was actually travelling back in 2012, and we was on the road in Australia for three months, and we was you know eating good real food all the time, and she became quite unwell, and we didn't know why, and we thought it might have been the stress of travelling and kind of just being away from home, and you know we'd just finished university, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But looking back, we kind of discovered that it was those two, three, four eggs in the morning that we was having every every mm. morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it kind of just added up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, really well, interesting topic. They do say that if you keep eating the same thing over and over and over again, you can actually develop a bit of an intolerance to it. So for sure. it's a good idea to just switch it up every now and again. For, you know, Absolutely, that. yeah. Um, I, I remember getting tested on a long time ago, and I think egg yolk came up for me but i kind of ignored it <laughs> and i feel yeah. fine i don't have eggs every single day you know anyway um it would just get boring anyway if you had it every day it's 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 always good to just shape it up a bit yeah no for sure yeah. um yeah no absolutely i totally agree with that and what are the what is the ingredients you're going to use then is that allowed to be talked about <laughs> instead of an egg yeah so we experimented with a few different kind of egg replacements and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of eggs and Amy's a huge fan of eggs. They're you know yeah. absolutely packed with nutrients. Mm-hmm. However, um, some people can't eat them and they want to still consume a mayonnaise. So there were a few options. We looked at chickpea water, um, which is also known as aquafaba. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also looked at a pea protein as well. Um, but trying to source a pea protein that isn't genetically modified, hasn't been sprayed with pesticides is quite difficult. But we finally found one and it works. It works pretty good. Um, so that's what we try trialing at the moment with, yeah. with the egg free mayo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still minimal ingredients. We've got no kind of thickeners or preservatives or anything nasty in there. Yeah, I um I don't know if you watch Great British Bake Off, but that's when I came across the chickpea water thing. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I did actually. Yeah. So they had to do a, a vegan week, and it's unbelievable that chickpea water can be whipped up to be like an egg white. It's um, I just I kind of want to just try it to see what it looks like. Have you done that? Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is incredible, and, and we did experiment, and it is actually a really good egg That's replacement. However, we... oh sorry, it's a it, it's okay. However, it's a it's a byproduct, and it's very difficult to get hold of. Right. Um, you know, good sources of of chickpea water. Sure. But, and how long how long are you beating it for before it gets actually? <laughs> no, it's literally like very similar to to egg. It oh, works crazy. really similar to egg. Yeah. You wonder who discovers these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Let's let's take this water that's part of chickpeas being cooked and let's see if it works as an egg. It's just yeah, how are things like this discovered? It's <laughs> it's, it's genius. But you are thankful for these people out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey there, Karen here. Just a little interlude mid show. Today's show is also brought to you by Mrs. Organics. Mrs. Organics is a brand that have created some wonderful organic products for your skin. 
you know, what we put on our bodies is just as important as what we put in our mouths. Carol, the brand creator, has a whole host of different products for men and women. And personally, I'm getting stuck into the sleep band because it helps me drift off to the land of Nod just nicely. If you fancy treating yourself today, hop on over to MrsOrganics.com. Now that is M-R-S-R-G-A-N-I-C-S.com and use the discount code KAREN10OFF at checkout. And you'll get a direct link to that in my show notes as well. Okay, cool. So moving along a bit, you were telling me that you had some GI map testing done recently. Um, for those listening who haven't heard of this, could you explain what it is? And if you're okay, tell us about what you learned from your results. Yes, I'm by no means, and I must declare, I'm by no means an expert in this topic. Um, however, as I'm always interested in constantly learning and on a journey of discovery with our own health, our own health, just as many of the listeners would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working with a functional health practitioner, and as part of that, we we kind of agreed that we'd have some stool testing done to understand what's going on inside mm-hmm. inside our, my, my tummy, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and two two reasons for that. Um, number one, I wanted to obviously be as optimal as possible and just to see if there's any kind of anything going on inside that you can't see from the outside and number two um i've had i've had persistent acne since i was about 13 years old mm. and i went through like several antibiotic courses and then got to around 20 21 years old and i had a really severe treatment and it's like it's a chemotherapy like treatment called accutane right. and in hindsight i wish i never had it but hey mm. you know you do these things when you're younger and, and you mm. just want to get rid of it sure. so speaking with dan from ancestral health we we kind of agreed right let's look at what's going on inside let's see if there's any kind of bacteria or you know opportun- opportunistic bacteria or yeast and um, what's going on with your immune response and just to really understand kind of the full picture um and we got the results about two weeks ago now and, and realized that was there was some kind of opportunist opportunistic bacteria and my sega which is secretory iga was severely depressed right. like it was ex- extremely low mm-hmm. so um it's yeah again we're just kind of peeling back the layers of the onion to, to understand what's going on sure. um with, with the main thing of i want to get rid of this acne essentially um you know getting into your late 20s and it's still being there mm-hmm. you're doing all other things in life that you think are good and you're eating well you're sleeping well you're moving well you're relaxing mm-hmm. but there's things that are still going on and sometimes you do need to delve a little bit deeper um, in, into that you know to, to build that better body <laughs> um, <laughs> but um yeah so we're, we're working together um, I'm working with Dan and I have actually decided to remove dairy remove some eggs uh, or remove eggs for 30 days mm-hmm. to see what's see what's going on um, and to to take some probiotics and some herbs and stuff mm-hmm. and I'm 10 days into the protocol and I must say I've not developed a single additional spot to what I've had so wow, very, cool. very interesting yeah, yeah very interesting we have to be patient don't we when we're going through these sort of protocols yeah it's so easy in this day and age to want kind of instant reward and, and gratification and results mm-hmm. but um it's kind of all a journey but yeah it's, it's something I'd, I'd recommend to people to look into it's called gi map testing yes i was looking it up myself and looking at one of the um test sort of example reports that you would get and it's so fascinating i would love to get it done as well um at the same time maybe not because i don't want to know what i have to give up <laughs> yeah i know I'm, I'm not so sure it's a so dan's really cool at saying you know you haven't you haven't got to give up anything it's just okay. kind of a like you know, 
take take a few things out, see what's going on, and and try and control as many factors as possible, mm. and then kind of increase the the healthiness and of of your microbiome essentially, yeah. and go from there. But it it might be a little bit simple to say that you must if you haven't got something like celiac or Crohn's or something along those lines, mm-hmm. that you must give up something forever because it, it, yeah, I think changing and chopping up your diet and and ensuring that you do have a vast variety of, of foods ensures that you don't develop these allergies and intolerance as we exactly. kind of alluded to earlier yeah you know you're absolutely correct um i guess yeah. it's like anything um you know once you take a few things out and then you start to feel better you're going to get addicted to that feeling so you, it's not going to be a problem <laughs> for you to you know carry on and, and delve in a bit deeper and change things up that's well i like doing things like that anyway you know just up leveling how you feel every single morning just by changing a few things we're always learning yeah yeah for sure, yeah, absolutely, and and those that kind of understand it, yeah, understand it. But the people, some people think that why are you changing something? But yeah, yeah, it's trying to trying to get to an optimal state, and that that will that will evolve as you go through life, I believe. And where did you get that done through? Um, if anybody wanted to get it done, yeah. So I'm working with Dan Trussler. He's he's the founder of Ancestral Health. He's based here over in Essex, uh-huh. but um, he's an He's a yeah a qualified functional health practitioner and an osteopath. But he's got a, a a cool way of working with with people. I think I've heard of that name, ancestral health, or maybe it just sounds familiar. Um, but I didn't know he did that. So yeah, I must look that up myself. Yeah, do so. There's mm-hmm. there's many many others out there too. But yeah, Dan's Dan's a good guy. Yes, other, and other brands all, available. <laughs> other brands available. It's like being on the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, no, it's it's when you're working with someone to do with your health, it's important that. So obviously the the conventional model of going to your GP, you you have this person that's put in front of you and you can't really do much about that kind of relationship or rapport. And your health is a two-way relationship, isn't it? Mm. Health, healthcare should be. So whoever you're working with, you should obviously ensure that they've got your best interests at heart. They know what they're talking about, but you've also got that rapport as well. Um, Yeah, going back to the same person again and again, because they can build and and work out what's going on with you. Because with the doctors, through no fault of their own, you you see a different one all the time because there's no time to, to, you know, get the same one or else you're waiting for weeks and weeks. So yeah, to be able to have that opportunity and speak to the same person every week or every every month or whatever it is, is, is a great opportunity. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, cool. Okay, so let's change it up a bit. You are training to do 122 miles in 24 hours and raising money for the Public Health Collaboration. And this is to raise awareness around our food guidelines, I believe. Um, Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? And before we move on, like you said, yes, that is my worst nightmare, running 122 (laughs) miles. The marathon is done a long time ago and I will not be running that much again. (laughs) But no, I love that you set yourself this challenge. Um, Would you like to tell us a bit more about it, Jeff? Yeah, I recall you saying actually that you um you're not much of a runner, and um I think I recall back to our last conversation, um I brought that up, but yeah, yeah running for me I, I love it, you know, just being out being outside <clears throat> with the elements when it's cold, when it's rainy, when it's hot, um it for me it's just kind of my happy place. Um, cool. So yeah, no, it really is, it really is, and I kind of went through about a year where I kind of didn't think it was and was trying other things and uh, but realized that it was um but yeah the, the the last three or four years i was kind of obsessed about getting my 5k time down and and getting fast at 10k and how fast i can do a half marathon um but i want to see how f- 
what what this bit of kit the human body can actually do yeah. and 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 not just the body but the mind as well mm. so i'm setting myself a goal of trying to cover 122 miles in 24 hours um on a multi-terrain course mm-hmm. um that the laps are 5.75 miles each if i do believe correct um and i'm aiming to do 22 laps that's what I'm aiming to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I may only do 100 miles. I may do 150 miles. Who knows? But this is all in aid of, of raising some awareness and some some vital funds for a, a fantastic charity called Public Health Collaboration. Um, and what they're doing, they're, they're a charity and they're dedicated to informing and implementing healthy decisions for better public health. So as as we all know, you know, there's type 2 diabetes is on the rise with, you know, it's staggering 65% increase over the last 10 years. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of kind of work that needs to go into, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, mm. to revolutionising the public health guidelines and the food guidelines. And this is what the PHC, Public Health Collaboration, are striving to do. Um, and they're doing some fantastic work. I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of them. Um, I've heard of them, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're, and they're great, and they've got you know some really cool forward-thinking GPs on board. Um, the likes of David Unwin, um, they've got Asim Malhotra, mm-hmm. Trudy Deacon, and, and what they're doing at the moment is really trying to tackle the, the type two diabetes epidemic and 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 building an ambassador program to to build local networks with yeah. across the country. Um, but yeah, some some my my little way of helping is to try and you know create a little bit of noise and and to demonstrate that you know these fantastic feats of running or, or movement can be achieved again through real food um that is kind of the yeah the, the mission there and have you been training recently then for this yeah I, I started actually back in may um so i i took part in the actual event so the spitfire scramble is the actual event that i'll be doing and it's in london and it's london's first 24-hour multi-terrain um event Mm-hmm. And essentially, you can take part in teams of six to eight, teams of three to five, as a duo or as a soloist. And for the last four, year, four years, I've been part of a team. Mm-hmm. And I always look at the soloists who are kind of running throughout the night because the, the event starts midday and it finishes the next day at midday. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah, I kind of always looked at them and thought that would be such a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some people's worst nightmare, other people's <laughs> dream. dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, th- this year I'm, I'm going to be doing that. And solo yeah so solo yeah, yeah absolutely solo so yeah in terms of training i thought you know a lot of it's going to be a, a very kind of slow pace quote unquote of so i've been doing a lot of walking uh, and just getting used to you know using that kind of um slow twitch muscle muscle fiber that a lot of time is bypass when you're doing faster running or kind of high intensity work so just going out and actually getting used to being able to walk for three to five hours yeah that is actually really difficult mm. um and you get all sorts of aches and pains and kind of tightness in certain areas that you're like wow i don't get that when i just go out for a run for an hour or 90 minutes Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what it has been just real low level aerobic activity Mm -hmm. just to get used to it um and even just going out walking straight after having some food as well just getting because obviously you're gonna have to fuel throughout the whole 24 hours Mm -hmm. um take on food so just getting used to that used to being uncomfortable essentially so what's fuel going to look like? Because I'm assuming you're not going to be energy gelling it up along the way. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> in 
I want to consume real food and demonstrate to people, guys, because I've I've got club mates from from a running club who just insist on energy gels and they must carb up before races and yep. three weeks out from a marathon they're eating pasta every mm-hmm. every meal. Yeah. And and they've seen me do crazy things like take part in races and just have half an avocado and some ninety percent dark chocolate and they're like, well, that's good for you, but I want to consume, you know. Some some nuts, some I love I love pilly nuts. Yes. Have you heard of pilly nuts? I have nuts? indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love them. Yeah. Um. So so things like nuts, avocado, some dark chocolate, some sweet potato. I, I don't know. I'm going to be moving it quite a slow pace. Sure. Um. Probably around the twelve and a half to thirteen and a half minute mile pace, which at at the lower end of that is kind of a really fast walk, and you can take on quite a bit of food if you get if you kind of get used to the process. Sure. So, yeah. It's going to be a, a bit of trial and error over, over the next six months. So would there be, there'd be people going around with maybe a couple of energy gels stuck to them and you'll have a whole backpack with potatoes and avocado? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fortunately, the the way the course is, so logistically, it's really very pleasant. Yeah. Um, I can kind of, my support team and, and whoever will be there, I can see them at various points around. So I hopefully you won't have to carry too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, so that, that's kind of quite a positive thing, but... Yeah, there'll be there'll be LucasAid there. There'll be mm-hmm. gels of all mm-hmm. all sorts. And yeah, yeah. And what we'll time? Be steering through that. Yeah, what time of the year is it in summer? Or yeah, it's July thirteenth and fourteenth oh, next okay. year. Cool. So it could be roasting as well, I guess. It was last year. It was very warm. Yeah, brilliant. Well, extremely warm. Good luck with that. I'm excited for you, and it's brilliant that you're doing it to raise the, the awareness. Um, and are you going to be raising money for it then as well, or just it's just an awareness piece? Yeah, no, I'm going to be raising awareness. So I want to get into some, you know, local newspapers. I think it's a it's a great thing to do, um, and I'll also be raising some money for it too. Um, I'll be setting up a, a total giving page uh, and and creating a bit of noise about that. So awesome! Uh, every time I hear people doing challenges like this, I want to do something myself, but it can't be running. <laughs> what can I do, <laughs> Jeff? Give me some ideas. <laughs> what about a really a really long walk? A really long walk, yeah, <laughs> without music or any entertainment at all. Yeah, just being at just being at one with yourself, and that's one thing I've been adopting within my training so far is actually having no out, outside stimulus. Yeah. So just actually being at one with myself and and going through the noise that comes in your own mind because that can be a downfall and that can defeat you first and foremost if you're yeah. not comfortable with that. You know, what if I get to two a.m. in the morning and the podcast I'm listening to or the music and my my phone dies? Yeah. But that, that could be make or break, couldn't it? So I would rather be without it. I love so, that. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been taking my meditation a wee bit more seriously lately to the point where I'm looking at perhaps teaching it in the future. Obviously, that'll be way off, but this this would be a good practice for, you know, putting the phone off or leaving it at home and just going for a walk and building up that um, length of time without technology. And that's how you get creative. That's how all the good thoughts come through. So no harm in giving it They away. really do. Yeah, yeah they, they really do. And you build up that resilience of mind too. Um, but I just, yeah, just being comfortable with yourself. Um, it's so easy to pick up our phones, isn't it? And just start scrolling and where's 20 minutes gone or, mm-hmm. or to put on a you know, podcast. Great, I love podcasts, but again, you're listening to other people's creative ideas, which can in yeah. turn, obviously spur your own creative ideas. But mm-hmm. all of my ideas personally come to me when I'm just actually by myself. I'm like, Oh yeah, great. There's, there's that light bulb moment that you need. For sure. And like you say, when you're scrolling, it's somebody else's agenda. They're stealing your time. And if you add up all those minutes in the day, which you're, if you're on an iPhone, you, you can see now how long you spent. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Screen time. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, 
aiming and I are becoming quite competitive with that. Okay. Like getting our time, time our, our average time down. It's like, no, I'm beating you now. Yeah. And people are probably going the other way. Look, I've been on for six hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's terrible. Yeah. Alrighty, cool. And then I wanted to leave my favorite question till the end, and you know what I'm going to ask you: your aura ring that you got. I am such a geek and so excited that you got one of these. Would you like to tell people because most people who I know will not have a clue what an aura ring <laughs> is? Yeah, I was at a family meal the other day, and someone said to me, "What is that on your hand?" So I'm not a, I'm not a ring wearer myself. Like right, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Um. And and it just so happens that the size that i got fits on the wedding finger oh, right. um so I'm, I'm switching between both hands and that day it was on my left hand and family was like have you got something to tell us and <laughs> I'm like, no it hasn't happened yet but yeah the aura ring is a fantastic state-of-the-art sleep and activity tracker mm-hmm. um and again just like the gi map test i'm not an expert in it i'm just just trying it out i'm nine days into using it um but it's yeah, it's regarded as the most accurate sleep and activity tracker that's that's essentially on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, think Fitbit, but you know, elevated to a new level. Just, this takes takes things to a new level. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's quite an attractive ring. Um, I think I showed you some pictures of it, it actually. Is, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I've not got the biggest of hands as a man. Um, I really <laughs> I really haven't. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions you may have about it, but. Yeah, um, the bit that I like a lot is the readiness score. So it lets you know whether you should actually be going to the gym or you should actually maybe go back to bed and have another sleep. <laughs> Whereas people yeah, no, tend to push through that, you know. Yeah, and I think that is kind of a it, that is something that really does bug me about modern day exercise and training. Everyone, you know, no pain, no gain. Yeah. Um, or we see a snapshot into an athlete's life, um, you know, be it a CrossFit athlete, be it a marathon runner. When we see them, it's on a TV program normally where they're absolutely beasting it. And that is, we extrapolate that and think, oh, that's what we must be doing all the time. But these guys have been using things like heart rate variability since the technology came out in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Um, and it just so happens now that we can put something on our, th- on our finger and it will tell us this. I was using the Polar H7 heart rate strap about five years ago now to to delve into hrv and hrv if if listeners aren't aware is is a really great metric to understand your your autonomic nervous system and your sympathetic and parasympathetic Um, and essentially where you're standing and and what the the aura does is take that data along with your resting heart rate um and it creates this readiness score um that you can look at each morning and and i haven't i must i must confess (laughs) i'm not i'm nine days in and I'm a big believer of accumulating some data over, say, a 30-day period, and then to start looking looking back at it because it's easy to kind of put this on, and, and it's learning it's learning our bodies and our rhythms too. So mm-hmm. that's that's something to be aware of when you first get it. Don't after three days it will say to you, oh, you mustn't do anything today. You must just stay in bed all day. It was, <laughs> it's, it's it's not it's not totally accurate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's 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 great. It's, it acts as a really cool kind of accountability and a coach. Yeah. Um, so it will start telling you, right, we think your optimal bedtime is 9.45. Mm-hmm. And, and you start, yeah, and you can see th- like really cool metrics like sleep efficiency and, yes. and sleep latency. So how quick, how quickly you fall asleep. Sure. I fall asleep within five minutes. And this ring is really accurate at, at understanding that. There was one particular occasion, I think it was about five days ago now. I woke up at 6 a.m. and I then fell back to sleep. I was like, right, I haven't got to get up until seven. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and REM sleep um, is obviously dream sleep, rapid eye movement sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have like really kind of, you can have really lucid dreams. Yeah. And 
I was fascinated to see that at six o'clock it showed that I woke up and then it showed at 6.20 I had this REM cycle of about 20 minutes and I woke up from that and I was like oh that dream was like fantastic I just it was really clear and I looked back at a day so later in the day and I was like wow it actually was accurately saying that I was in REM sleep nice. so yeah. you know that's I was, I was like gain some confidence in it <laughs> it's crazy that it gets that from your finger like it's just unbelievable yeah no it's it's fascinating and you know i had some food quite late about two days ago now mm-hmm. and that that was shown my resting heart rate is normally around 38 to 42 mm-hmm. um mm, yeah. during the night it, it's, it's yeah it's really quite low mm-hmm. um whereas that particular night it got down to 46 i think right. um which is it's a really cool metric to show that your body is not is not recovering as well as it should. So for me, it's in the evening past 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. is not optimal. Um, I think a lot of us know that as a rule of thumb, but it's really great to see that on an app or, you know, just accountability. You look down at your hand and you're like, right, that little thing down there is going to tell me tomorrow that what I'm doing now is suboptimal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, I love the account the accountability factor well i'm looking forward to your spreadsheet after 30 days (laughs) that you create (laughs) i love it is it is it comfortable on your finger it's it's comfortable i'm not i'm traditionally not a ring wearer um so it took a little bit of getting used to um for for first few nights i must admit i you know i did wake up the night and think oh what's that on my hand because i'm just used to sleeping with with nothing on my hands but yeah you'll get used to it you'll certainly get used to it the only thing i was wondering about is at the gym if you're lifting weights it's not going to work is it because it's not a soft ring it's hard it would be uncomfortable say you were deadlifting with that what you couldn't do i I think you can i really think you can i've i've been i've been doing a lot of pull-ups a lot of dips um practicing handstands and stuff and it's fine and I've not actually deadlifted with it on. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've held weights in my hand, mm-hmm. and you may you may scratch it, but I think it will. St- I think it'll be okay. Um, I know that's because... what I was the first scratch. You'd be like, ah, oh, no, ruined it. But then I guess yeah, I'm I'm looking down at it now. And I'm thinking you'll be fine. I yeah. think you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, P- do you know Peter Atia? No. Peter Atia is a is a is a Canadian doctor, but he's a, a big advocate of of O-rings, and he does a, a great deal of deadlifting. And he says it stands up fine to deadlifting. So right, very cool. Um, I was talking to my partner about it, and he said that he would love it to be an alarm as well. So maybe just like a, a bit of a tap on the finger to waken you up too, and that will be the whole set complete for him. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's that's a really great idea. So that that could obviously it could be kind of a stimulus to wake you up at the optimal time. Yes, um, exactly. that that sounds that sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. I've seen other other people on forums talking about how they wanna they want it to be linked up to Apple Pay. Um, you know all, all these sorts of things, and I think that is where where wearable technology is is definitely going in the future. Yeah. So, Aura, if you're listening, these are our ideas. Alarm, please. Um, <laughs> I, I did email I did email them to try and get them to come on the show, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> try but again. I will. Yeah. Well, they said they were. I got a, like an automated reply saying we're very busy. We'll get back to you when we can. So yeah, they're. I'm imagining they're very popular, more so in America probably than here. But I could be guessing. Yeah, having spoken to them, they they did say that America is a huge market for them. Yeah. Um, but I think I think UK was maybe second or or mm-hmm. Finland because they're they're a Finnish brand, aren't they? Yes, that's um, right. right. But yeah, love love what they're doing. I love what they're doing. I'm really cool. I'm really excited to be using it as mm-hmm. part of the uh, the journey for training for 122 yeah. miles. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna probably wear that, I guess, the whole time. That'll be interesting to see what your heart does. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. It, yeah, uh, yeah. It will be interesting data to look back at. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for right, sharing that, Jeff. Brilliant. Thank you. Well, that completes my questions for today. Excellent. Okay, Jeff. Uh, well, thanks, thanks for having me on. No, you're welcome. Really, really great to have you back, and I'm proud that you are one of my sponsors as well. No, I'm, we're we're proud to to sponsor the show, and we love what you're doing. Oh. I'm most happy to support and be involved. Yay. Um. And yeah, I think I may have forgot to mention that we've got some collagen peptides coming out yes. just just around Christmas time, actually. Ah, so. That's great for the stocking. <laughs> it is, yeah. And and it's going to be in 100% recyclable packaging as well, which we think is going to be the world's first collagen to be in non-plastic 100% oh, recycled. Nice. I, I'm excited to try that because I don't know if you notice on my feed, I'm always changing collagen suppliers just to see what they're like. Um, and it would yeah, be nice for sure. To settle on one. <laughs> well, um, we'll get some out to you. Oh, thank you. Cool. Thanks so much, Karen. All right. Take care. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Thank you so much, as always, for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, send them along to info at karmaclintock.co.uk. And if you want to support the show, you can head on over to karmaclintock.co.uk forward slash support. And it would be awesome if you could leave me an iTunes review as well. Thank you.